All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. This week, we're going to dive into whether Tony Fino actually broke the Puerto Rico curse or not at the Northern Trust, but he did win the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs nonetheless. Uh, and we're also going to look ahead to the BMW Championship, as you can see crested on my chest right here um, at Kays Valley Golf Club in Owings Mills, Maryland. Uh, it's the top 70. So uh, we'll get into some betting picks for that. We'll also, you know, just talk about the week going forward. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get inside the ropes. Uh, let's start off with Tony Fee now. We can get into some Brighton stuff later, obviously, because he needed, he obviously needed to steal some mojo away from having a bad week or not even that bad of a week but let's talk about tony Finau. finally gets it done after the puerto rico curse but again with this puerto rico curse he did it on monday so we have some we have something to, to fall on yeah i mean does it does it count like obviously the whole puerto rico curse is they haven't won on a sunday in the united states so we just they have knocking on something and uh we'll see what happens but in all seriousness, good for Tony Finau. First win in five years. Um, it's counted at 1,000 or 1,000, yeah, 1,975 days. Had to go back and find that. Um, Monday finish in a playoff. He gets it done in a playoff. And I mean, Trev was watching it. I was watching it. Kind of anticlimactic, I would say. Yeah, it was definitely like Fino stripes it down the fairway. One, Cameron Smith left his putt short in 18 to win, which I, I honestly, I was watching. And I thought this is hundred percent going in. Cause it's just Tony Fina's yeah, luck. And then, and then he, he left it short. They go to the playoff. Fina stripes it down the middle of the fairway. And Cam Smith immediately like hits it so far. Right. And you, I, I immediately thought like, Oh, it's just, it's probably in the water. It's just out of and like, and, 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 and then, and then, and then you hear someone say, I think it, it might've been, Cameron Smith caddy maybe said like that that's out and I'm like oh my god and just like, and I think right, it was, that's uh, it. yeah that that's it and, and, and then, then he hits another Smith one hit off it the way team. right again yeah, yeah. He, almost, I, 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 he landed I thought it went out again I'm like oh that's that's like can you concede Shane Bacon said can you concede the hole uh <laughs> no laying up tweeted uh we're gonna need Cameron Smith to pump three OB before this is official. And like you know, if Tony Fino no like, be, it, he could have walked on the fairway doing the Vince Carter, like it's over. Like, yeah. like literally, that's all like you no, didn't even have to hit a good you're, shot. You're, next you're, time. you're you're absolutely right, though. It's you're, it's I'm so happy for Tony Fino. Like he deserves like someone I saw another tweet earlier, it was like he has 39 top tens since his last win without a win. And it's he fully deserves this this win. Like he's come from, he's been grinding probably for like one of the guys who deserves it most on the PJ Tour to win. Uh, after five plus years of not uh, having having won, mm -hmm. but you're absolutely right though. The Puerto Rico curse is still alive. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's, it's until it's still someone a until alive, un, yes. un, until until him or Holland wins on Sunday it is still and they still make a deal of it in the U.S. Do you, US, do you know yeah, what I think? I, in Europe. Do you know what I think it's going to be? I don't think either of them are actually going to break the curse. I think it's going to be like Brandon Grace is just going to win. That'd be awesome. He's going to break the curse. That'd be so funny. Um, but oh, yeah, Brandon I mean, Grace might make the curse. He'll, somebody, he'll win it like he'll he'll win it like the 
the the Punta Cana or something like that. Yeah, I mean, somebody tweeted out something. I, I don't know the exact tweet, but um, saying like, I can't believe like Tony Finau like always like chokes or like the bad stuff haps, happens to him when it comes to winning because like long before he was on the tour, he was in Vegas playing high stakes money games with no money just to like, you know, raise money. And the fact is, if he lost any of those games, he had no money to pay anyone. But like he kept he won those high stakes games and like kind of hustled mm. his way into to making some money. Good for t- I like me more now. Good yeah. for Tony. I can't say that I I have to be honest. I did not catch the Monday of uh, of the Northern Trust. I was I was, you know, shuttling BMWs all day for this week. Uh, for the BMW championship, but my coworker, my phone also died at like 2 p.m. So I was just in the dark of whether that what yeah, was going yeah, on. We were tournament. texting, we're, 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 like, we're like, Pat, you want to start soon? <laughs> and I just, I didn't have my phone. I like my yeah. phone, like, was literally dead until I got home. And then, like, I we even went out to dinner. Like, my dad, phone was just like dead until like 7 30. But anyway, um, I, my, my, my coworker was like, oh, yeah, um, Tony Finau and Cam Smith are in a, are in a playoff. And I literally just go, yeah, there's no way that Tony Fino actually closed right there. And then yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're like driving. And uh, he's like, oh, no, he did it. I'm like, and I, was, I was in the car. I was just like, that's going to be great for the you. podcast. I was like, that's going to be so good for the podcast tonight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then some other things to talk about. Monday finish, you kind of just mentioned. I mean, we are on Monday recording on Monday after this happened. Um, I mean, what a good job by the grounds crew there uh, mm-hmm. getting all the water off yeah. the golf course. It almost looked like besides like, I think 17, there was like a big puddle. It almost looked like it didn't rain at all, which is crazy. And thankfully, thankfully toward the end, the weather was really nice. It was sunny. Like it was sunny where we are, where, where we are in New Canaan, but it was, it was sunny down there and at Liberty national, which was really nice. And it looked like it, it felt like it was, normal finish to a tournament just happened to be on a Monday. And, but it also I was a little bit frustrated. That there's, I feel bad for Tony Fina. There was no fans. Yeah. Like you would have thought like yeah. you would have, I think you would have, for him, you would first win five years. You would have liked it to have like come out, come with fans around and everyone cheering. Cause I, I think everyone would have been so happy for him and yeah. really rooting hard for him at the end of that tournament too. Yeah. There was a lot really of cool. like players complaining about cameras more than I've ever like seen before. Maybe because there was like the same amount of like mm. camera people there, but there was no fans. So like the clicks mm. of the cameras really like almost were amplified in a way. Let me tell I, you, I just saw a lot of those complaints. The Monday finish has created quite the logistical nightmare. At, uh, at oh, I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm sure. Well, and and the fact that it was delayed four hours to start too. Mm-hmm. Like it was There's, supposed to go off at seven thirty, and it was delayed four. Until eleven thirty to start it. Honestly, though, like, it's that, like that's crazy. I'm not the one that really like it messes with. So like, who cares? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm a nobody. But um, it seemed pretty. It seemed pretty stressful uh, when it potentially was going to Tuesday. Um, yeah, uh, as, as for a finish, because then uh, the Wednesday pro am here would have been also the players' only practice round. So that would have been mm-hmm. really yeah, yeah. inconvenient. That's I think the, the whole, I mean, it just being on one, I think the tour would have been smart to make potentially the fight, the Saturday, the, the especially because it's the playoffs make like, like, like make Saturday, the 36 holes, just 
Because like you can do it, you can have guys tee off both sides, and you can have guys play thirty six holes in a day. People do it in all sorts of events. There's not many people in the not as many people in the field as in like a U.S. Open qualifier or something like that. But like, I feel like that would have made more sense just because now you have to deal with people or players, especially again going straight from Liberty National, getting on planes yeah. and going straight to Merritt. But granted, it's not really a far flight. It's just. Like like a, a, lot of, a lot of them actually driving logistical nightmare. Um, you're right. Oh, I'm sure they're driving because yeah. I have to because there's like because so BMW like I like uh, oh, like uh, owns all the rights to like the FedEx Cup playoffs. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, it says on the side of all the vehicles like official vehicle, and on the bottom it says like BMW Championship. But the ones from the Northern Trust, the guys who are driving from the Northern Trust to here say Northern Trust, and apparently I might have to. Um, wait for them to get to their tea times on thursday and and Uh swap those out so might uh, might meet some meet some uh some pga tour players yeah maybe i was doing some interesting work today i I can't i can't go into it just you know for professional reasons but i i was uh given some some uh, i was delivering some cars to some quite important um people in the golf community at their private jets Let's just say, let's just say Rory McIlroy is winning the Masters in, in 20, 2021, 2022. Let's just say that yeah. we can go into that in, 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 uh, in 2022, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, one more thing I want to mention about um, the tournament this week. If we did have 36 holes on Saturday, I think Cameron Smith probably would have won. He shot a 60. Yeah. Three, that also which is kind of crazy and still lost in a playoff. So um, how about Rom, Rom kind of like, not like faltered, but he didn't. It didn't really seem like he was. I think it, what it was. The, it was the beginning of the back nine. He was in control, right? Mm-hmm. And Fina, Fina, Fina definitely took it. Rom kind of felt. He fell apart a little bit. It was a little bit yeah. of uh, like I would want to say like 2019 John Rom, where like he was kind of all in his head and and mad at himself for bad shots. He did seem. Which, did, like, for, you haven't seen a lot of that this year from him. No, he's he's been a lot more mature. I feel like I on the highlights I did see him. A little more frustrated, and yeah, we'll get into it a little bit later. But he was, um, he he, he was voiced his opinion this week about the FedEx Cup playoffs, and uh, was a little, yeah, um, wasn't made up numbers. It. So it's made up numbers. Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that later. But um, now to like the cover story. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau said he's going to compete in a world lawn drive event right after the Ryder Cup. Thoughts yeah, literally, I saw right, this literally the and I was day like, after the Ryder Cup. Yes. The day after. Which is crazy. Interesting. It makes sense because, like, all those guys are just built like linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like, so they are. No, not, no, they're built like Bryson. 100%. But at the end of the day, no, he's not going to win. Like, you've seen the, um, I mean, as long as Cal Berkshire is playing, you've seen like their, their videos together. And Bryson's like fascinated with Kyle Berkshire and like how like far he can hit the ball and like his just like his speed and his oh, he's, his rpm he's or doing, rpm or whatever he's, it's he's just doing numbers for, he's doing for for publicity and no yeah, i that's think what because he's actually probably just dead interested in it um I, 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 think, I think that too but i think a he, mix of both right but kyle yeah, berkshire I, I mix of both. is just built different he's that that's his thing like he's just so good yeah at yeah they and like doing the fact that it's after the right after the Red Cup is Bryson. Is he going to prepare for that? Is he going to try to change his swing to prepare for the long so. drive, or is he just going to go and or like 
imagine if he's like posting stuff on Twitter, preparing for this long drive thing or Instagram preparing for this long drive thing when the Ryder Cup is like a week or two away. Like how, I mean, but that, how that are people going to react is, to that? That almost is like his normal training. Like if he talks about his normal training, how he like swings as hard as he can until he like passes guess, out. Yeah. So it's like the until same thing. I, I guess. I guess that I, I I guess that makes sense. But still, I think there's this, there's probably something a little bit different comparing uh, training for a I mean yeah world long club, drive the club in, for instead example. of training for the preparing for the Ryder Cup. It's like, a completely he, he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. It's a longer club with a. Uh, with, uh, different shaft and all that stuff the so. more flexy shaft but right? why is it that is it, so is he gonna be preparing using that like is he gonna I, I don't be posting know. I videos think... preparing using that and then like we'll see with like a like two days before the Ryder cup starts like that's gonna yeah, be i don't know i, I think that'll be i don't that'll love be interesting that storyline going into for the u.s i don't love that i think that i think bryson doing this just creates a whole nother distraction the u.s team they're already with brooks and bryson and like Patrick Reed, which we can get into that too. Like it's or like obviously he's very ill, but like there's so much more drama on the US side than the European side. And Bryson just right. con- and it's mostly Bryson. Bryson just continues to add to it and like because pe- people are gonna criticize this. I mean, aside this. from that, talking about does he have a chance to win? Well, the way I'll put this into perspective is it's like if Kyle Berkshire went to a PGA Tour event and played in the PGA Tour event, this is like Bryson going to the World Line, like a long drive event. And, and like you that. see Kyle Berkshire, I don't know, I don't know if you do, if I do. Yeah, though, I've seen him play. You see golf. his videos of mm-hmm. his eighteen hole course vlogs. Very fun to watch, but he's not somebody who's just gonna like go out on tour and be awesome. Like he'll still like no. occasionally shoot like a seventy-seven or something like mm-hmm. that. And on tour, like he's that's not, like a he's awful not consistent score. Enough. Yes, he can obviously yeah. go like two three four under but he's not somebody who's going to compete at a pga tour event um no. no disrespect to him and i don't doubt that he could in the future just like right now like it's it's that's like what it's like for bryson that's a good comparison jeek mm-hmm. yeah so moving on uh trevor mentioned it patrick reed uh was hospitalized this week with bilateral pneumonia so obviously he will not be playing in the bmw we'll see what what that has in store for the Ryder cup um, he said he was progressing well, but that just kind of dropped today out of nowhere. Yeah, that yeah, did. That, I didn't that even was, know that until you mentioned it before. We like we were kind of like going over stuff before the podcast. So, was he was did he withdraw this week past week because because he was sick? Was that the no? He withdrew, he withdrew. He withdrew with an ankle injury, and then all of a sudden he's wow. just sick. So I mean, that's crazy that that could happen. Uh, yeah, that's not obviously that's not what you want. I mean, and even for Patrick Reed, it's not. We don't want to hear for that, anyone, especially yeah. for the Ryder Cup comb. Like, like I, I, as much as we don't like Patrick Reed, I mean, he, he's he's so so fun to watch. And oh, he moves the, the needle hundred percent like that. Yeah. He does. He does move the needle. Is, there's nothing more fun. I mean, all, all res- sort of respect to you know Patrick Reed and everything, but like, uh, like watching him and Victor Hovland and like Carlos Ortiz at the like Pat Pebble um at the AT and T this 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 uh winter that was like such entertaining golf like, even mm-hmm. though uh p reed was like just like getting up and down from those ridiculous spots and you're just like you know like i was honestly you know, to do well against him but like it's almost yeah. fun because then he like you're just like he's he, you're like he's gonna do it though like he's gonna get this up and down and then he's like and behold he, he does and you're like well darn he's like the anti-speed where he's 
in the sense that like nope, he's like the same player as Spieth, kind of like they both will get up and down from just crazy, crazy spots, but just nobody likes him. But yeah, he's like the I exact know. same, like he provide he provides that exact same entertainment value in terms of we'll watch Patrick Reed because we don't like him as much as we love Spieth almost. Yeah, that's, that's which is yeah, perfect that's for the Ryder the, Cup. The correct way, I believe. In a tournament. I mean, it, it sucks for him that it happened this week. Uh he sits at number 26 right now in the standings, which means he's probably, even if he recovered and he was well enough to play mm. in the tour championship, he probably won't make it into that. So Patrick Reed is somebody I would have loved to, I would have loved to like walk past this week. Like, I feel like that's just somebody like Stick those guys where you walk past him where you like, it's one of those guys where you don't like think about them as like a real person. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if yeah. I, like, when you walk past like, like a celebrity, you're like, Oh wow! Like there's even they're like real. when when we went to the like like one of the events and like we saw Tiger Woods. I thought that was amazing. Like that's this isn't real. Like Tiger yeah, Woods yeah. is standing in front of me. I think there's gonna be a it's, whole lot of that for me this week. Yeah, it, so, it sounds like I might even be doing based off some, of some crowd because most of my work is done. Like I've I've done like I've gotten ready a uh, 170 vehicles uh, in the past like. 10 days or whatever um so i might just be doing like crowd control like following players who knows hopefully that's like maybe that's that's the dream hotel they are in oh my god i won't i guess i probably won't say it it's probably public knowledge but i won't say the the name it's in it's in the baltimore harbor though and there's a million hotels in there so that doesn't narrow it down um and it is so sick there's like cobblestone all, all all around like it's like a like a cool like street with a bunch of bars and, and restaurants and the hotel like literally like you can't get in like there's a four seasons on like the same street and it still makes that look like blows out of the water it put it blows that out of the water it's it's insane Jeez. it is so cool and then of and course we're like i'm sure that's not BMWs. what the BMWs. yeah i'm sure that's not what the pga tour life is like every week though <laughs> no that's it's not like, that, like not that's, at that's all FedEx Cup too. like i wonder thing. i wonder if like I guess there's a FedEx Cup playoffs, but like, yeah, you gotta be loving it if you're a guy like who's just kind of scraping around every tour, like, kind of like, like a myself. Cameron Tringale I or mean, I mean, not like people thought I was a player today, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're, you're you're grinding out there, and you're I mean, I mean you're not, and you're not even staying in the players hotel. You could volunteer to take Patrick Reed's spot this week. I mean, there's an yeah, open spot in the field. Um, yeah, that's true. I kid you not. I have done probably around 15 to 16 17 hours of driving in the past two days within a 20 mile radius going back and forth like it's just the i'm mind-numbingly driving around just i've run out of music to play I, i i've listened to every song a million times um but I can't complain. It's pretty listen, awesome being around. You, you listen to, I heard this. I heard the. I heard the Pin High podcast is a great podcast to listen to. Yeah, yeah, if, you're, if you're driving around, yeah. yeah. Um, but I can't complain. It's it's great being around a PGA, PGA Tour event. Tomorrow's the first practice round. Pretty high. Be really cool. Pretty high today. So wait, so, so what, what was the deal today? Was there were there players there today? Like that missed the yeah, cut that, I, that were still I, in it. Like I walked past some some guys that. Um, we're like asking where like the like the uh, practice facility was and stuff, and um, 
you know, there's there's some guys there. There's not a ton, but there was there was some. And then a I lot of guys. Like could, I feel like you afternoon. could disclose some names because like people post on Twitter all the time saying like, oh, ex- Phil Mickelson's at so and so golf course. No, yeah, you already said yourself, <laughs> Phil and Siwoo Kim and everything like that. I said but... that off the record. We're still off the record. <laughs> Whatever. Well, there's there's some guys that are, that are there today, and like um, us, and and DJ got here this afternoon, um. So I saw yeah. I, I saw that he was on the course, um. But yeah, most of the guys will be there tomorrow because tomorrow's the the first day that fans are let in. So t- tomorrow's like the uh, real kickoff of of the whole week. Um. Even today though, like we walked in, I walked into the to the course and there was a different vibe around it. It's awesome when it, when, uh, that's really, when cool. everything's really firing. So tomorrow is going to yeah. be even cooler though. Cause there's going to be so many people or, or just hanging around and owns mills is like, literally it's like new Canaan, but in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's that, it's that. Mm-hmm. Interesting I, mean, vibes. Only, I mean, Kay's Valley has, I think 600 members and it is and like, it's very, very, one of the most exclusive clubs in America. And it's just like, when I tell you that that golf course does not have like one, first of all, the property is just ginormous. It is really? fully capable of ho- hosting. Yeah, it's hosting gotta be the a, host like a, a major. Yeah. It's, it could host a major. I don't think. Isn't I don't know there, if it's hard. Aren't there? Aren't it's hosted there, uh, aren't there, a senior aren't there major. There golf courses there too. I was I was driving around like I was like going to a dumpster to drop off some trash, and uh, <laughs> and there was like this big open space, and I was like, why do they not have a nine hole course right here? Like a really cool one, like like a lot of the other, like the cradle or like the stuff like that. More courses should do that. Like a nine. I don't know. Like if, nine, I don't know. Like I don't know if they nine do. hole I, course just the crate. Like I can't speak on it. Should be I, like, yeah. I have only been to the course, I think three times, and I've been here for like eleven days, mm-hmm. um, three or four times, but. uh I'll, I'll know a lot more about it probably over the next couple of days and until Sunday, but it is, it, it's, it is a massive property. Um, and the, 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 it's very, I mean, I guess I'll talk about it in the, uh, in the course preview when we get into that. Do we want to get into that now? Um, sure. Let's go. Let's, let's move ahead to who's hot. Who's not FedEx cup playoffs edition. Just sure. to see who's, uh, who's in this week. So getting into that, who's in Phil Mickelson, we just mentioned a little bit earlier at the golf course, he's into the 70th spot dropped from 54th, but he stays in. So Phil is in Mm -hmm. Uh, last man in Uh, Harry Higgs jumps into the 69th spot. He's up from 80. So he worked his way in and made it. Um, Ryan Palmer is in and Keith Mitchell clutch on 18 uh, moves up all the way from six or 101st to 63rd. So he's in um, and then yeah, who's oh. who's out? Uh, Matthew Wolf ends up in the terrible seventy first spot. Needed to make the cut this week, did not, so he's Brutal. out. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick drops out um, to seventy third from sixtieth, and uh, Ty- Terrell Hatton uh, probably not enough starts on tour drops out as well. Um, Terrell Hatton's just a lot of big names. We uh, one of us called Matthew Wolf dropping out too. I don't know who. I think that I don't was know which one it was, yeah. But- that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you guys something funny about Tyrell Hadden after the podcast. But um let's talk about the 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 playoff format for the FedEx Cup, but kind of before we uh for the rest of the uh thing before we get into skins. Um 
it's kind of weird because because I saw because like Tony Finau, I was not expecting him to jump up to one. I thought Rom would still be number I one. Think, I didn't think him. I didn't think him jump up to. I not expect him to jump up to one either. I thought that was a little bit like twenty three to one. That's a huge, big huge jump. jump. There's just like extra points yeah. in these events. I mean, if you look, so if you look at the standings from last week. Um, Morikawa one, Spieth two, Cantley three, English four, Rom five. You could say those are the five players who are having the five best seasons this year, and that makes sense. When you yeah. move into this week, you have Tony Finau one. I mean, Rom still two because he finished well. Smith three, Cantley four, Justin Thomas five. I wouldn't say that those guys are the five. The players are having the best year. The five best players. So it is a little weird. I mean, it really just like it comes down to the you have to play well. What's what's Morikawa at after that missed? So Morikawa got cut, but he six. only moves down to six, which is actually pretty okay. Good. So that's fair. I mean, but yeah. like wow. Louis Ustazen didn't play, and he moved all the way down to eleventh from like third or something. So okay, well that's fair. Like playing the time. No, Louis yeah, Ustazen not playing. playing not. Yeah, he I'm should sure be he this week. He skipped last week yeah. on purpose to play this week. Sure the Webb Simpson uh, approach. Well, I to me it doesn't like like yeah you get like getting a lot of points for a win like Fino like that makes sense like maybe maybe I jump up to one all the way to one who knows but like get you should you should get a lot of points for a win in one of the playoff events but the thing I'm confused about is like Cameron Smith goes from sixteen to third for finishing second. And Rom goes from fifth to second for finishing third. Like that, that doesn't, that seems like that gap is, yeah. Like that seems like it's a, a huge, huge point difference of finishing even second and third, which like it should be a difference. But like the fact that Cameron Smith jumped 13 spots and Rom jumped three for finishing one place different, different than each other in the golf tournament, two strokes different than each other in the golf tournament is. That seems that's a lot. That's 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 a very big difference in my and, opinion. And then just in general, the last one with the starting scores and stuff like that, winner take all. John Rahm was saying it this week. If you play bad in the last event, you could fall into a really bad spot and lose a lot of money, even though you played really well in the first two events. Well, that, I, I I think that's why the whole like you got well in the you play well in the first two events, you get a better starting score that helps. That like kind of like. If you even if you have the good starting like, score, if you, you shoot like an eight, if, if you're having if you're having a bad week, if you're ha- if you're shooting a, you deserve to be done. No matter if you yes. played. But what, what if you like, won back to back weeks and then you shot an eighty, and you're just like, well, and you fall down yeah. to twenty third in the FedEx Cup playoffs and lose like three million dollars or more than that, fifteen million dollars. But is it is that? Then are you saying go to the whereas Rom? Are you saying implying going back to like the old format where you don't have to finish first in the final event to win the FedEx Cup? I mean, in a way, I think Rom is saying that. Now I understand for a fan standpoint, it makes more sense to just have one champion because it is a little weird. Like, yeah. like when Tiger is, Woods won the championship and like didn't win the FedEx Cup playoffs, Tiger Woods, that kind of over like it was outshined kind of like who won the FedEx Cup. So, I mean, mm. I, I don't think whoever won the FedEx Cup, I don't think they cared. They got $15 million. Like, it doesn't really matter. But um, they could go back to that, but I don't think they will. It just makes more sense to have one winner. Yeah, I, I think the one winner makes sense. And I think the whole... I mean, I think it's 
you can you can either go back to the all right the points still matter in the FedEx Cup final. Like you can make it the points still matter and you start the different the different score. Like that could be maybe like a maybe different starting scores, who knows? But that could be an adjustment they could potentially make. But you're you're and it doesn't really make it starting at, starting at the score. No, it's it it's the scores. If all of a sudden like the top guy's 20 on there and then the second guy's 10 on there, it's just that's not fun to watch giving spotting. No, it's no, that makes it. I, I would like to see it in match play. I think match play would be really cool. I, that, I think it would be like cool have a, play the top 30. Yeah. yeah. Put, even, but like, granted, it's like it's match play is different, but like make it like that course East Lake seems like it'd be a good match play course, especially the last few holes. I think that'd be really cool for. That would be really cool. That would be that would be fun. And if, I feel like it's really like, exceeded them, and did, you gave like the top will, four guys like buys or something like that'd be cool. Or even or, or, or even like what if you did like what if you did like the uh, advantage in terms of strokes? Like this could be kind of complicated and probably wasn't. I mean, it already sense, is complicated. So yeah, like <laughs> you can you can do the advantage in terms of strokes. And then you have like a cut of like to like the final like eight guys, and then have them play match play for the final spots in the league or something like that. Like really those cool. guys, like if say it's like the top like eight guys, and then one guy makes a run, like all right, he's in the AC, but he's playing the number one FedEx guy who's had the best season so far. Like that could be, like imagine that in the weekend, like a semi, uh, or like the top cuts a top sixteen or top eight, and have like a, uh two matches on Saturday and like the final on Sunday. But then, I mean, grand, the whole TV thing, like how you, it's going to be hard to show one match on Sunday. That almost be kind of like the, the USM. It would know. be kind of like the USM. But I mean, that'd, that'd be cool. I mean, that'd be, I'd like that. But like, I mean, I, I don't think I, the I would love a match play. No, they no. they won't do that. I mean, there's sucks. no there's no such thing as a match play like major championships. So like, this is the closest thing you could probably get to that. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, other than the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah but like that's different. That's, that's, You're that's playing a on team a team. Event. Yeah. yeah. So well, like, but, especially since the AM is a match play event at the end, like, and that's like the biggest thing an amateur could do. It would be cool to have like a pro event that was like almost to the level or scale of a of a major, not quite, but like yeah, high stakes um, match play. Let's move on to Start of the week. Yeah, right. Stat of the week. I mean, I think everybody saw this stat, but um, Jordan Spieth is the only player in the last twenty years to have made consecutive eagles and consecutive triple bogeys in the same tournament. He had a very a bipolar week. Yeah. That's the most Jordan Spieth week of all time. I mean, I think he had he was one rounds. over and then he was like nine under. And then today he was eight over. Like he had, he had three rounds over par and a 62. So, yep. I mean, that's Jordan. <laughs> that's the even, best of Jordan Spieth. Even, even his eagle on or one of the eagles on what was it? It was Saturday. He had the, or no, Sunday. I, I, I don't know what Saturday, day it's 62. Yeah, Saturday, I think. Uh, his eagle was like he hit into the other fairway, almost hit in the water, and then just chipped in for chipped in for eagle. <laughs> exactly. Jordan's, that's the yeah. most. This is the most Jordan Speed eagle. Like, even when he, even when he's not playing time. well, he's just so fun to watch. Like, he's just he's just Jordan. Like you can't turn away when he's on the TV. Jordan Speed's the one guy. He's gonna do something. Like he'll hit a bad shot, and you be like, all right, well he can still make this. He's yeah. 120 yards out. Like, he he can make this. Like I'm convinced he can make this. He's the only Jordan guy Spieth. can we can watch that. The one guy I want to see this week really bad. 
Uh, but let's move into skins with the course preview. Um, but first, let's talk a little bit about Roback. I mean, Jeek's wearing the hat right now, obviously. Um, today, when people mistook me for a PGA Tour player outside the player's hotel when I was dropping off a car, um, I was wearing a Roback polo. Obviously, it, it makes you, I mean, it makes you look like a PGA Tour player. What, what else can I say? Right. That good quality. It does. I mean, I'm Roback. Actually- I don't know. Let I don't the, know if there's a reason for it, but we should we should find a we should get find a guy and make and get him to wear Roback and be sponsored by Roback. What do you on mean tour. on tour somehow? Wesley Bryan is because the Wesley Bryan is he is he Roback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Okay, I, I'll say I I, haven't, I don't know why anyone is sponsored by Roback. Roback's tour. very big in the. We should get someone. So like like. Yeah, Brian Bros Golf just went all in on Roback. So Wesley Bryan, yeah, yeah. which golf. makes which makes a lot of sense. But which, yeah, whatever makes is... you makes you look like a pro. Yeah. Um, if you want to get some Roback, fifteen percent off. Click the link in our bio or in the description on YouTube, and you could get some Roback. Just yep, you just add it to your cart, cart um, from the link, and it'll automatically give it you fifteen percent off. It's just no promo code. It's just you click the link, and you're in. So yeah, let's talk about uh, the course this week, Caves Valley Golf Club. I'm going to talk about um, I'm going to talk about it this week uh, since I'm here and I'll be at that tournament uh, at the yeah, tournament working yeah. like uh, from on like course, four course correspondent. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there from like five a.m. to like seven p.m. every day. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, I honestly, I mean, I, it's par 72, 70, uh 7,500 yards, pretty much just a little bit over. And I don't honestly, I haven't been like completely around like the whole entire course. I haven't, the front nine's like very far. It goes like way out. So I have not been out there. Um, but what I can say is that 16, 17, 18 is a very cool finish. 17 is like a downhill par three over some water. Um, I've sent, I've sent you guys a picture. It's like, it's a very pristine looking uh, shot when you're around the green. Um, mm. And then 18 is a very cool uphill par four. And they actually have the uh, the grandstands like look looking over it in a way where like you'll be able to see the the ball flight so well. Um, and it's unlike any other viewing experience I've actually ever been like seen at a, at a golf tournament. I mean, I haven't seen anybody hit the ball obviously yet from it, but I can tell that it's going to be very, very cool, um, especially if someone hit like a sting or something off the tee. And another thing I wanted to highlight was I am not going to lie. I don't know the specific hole number, but there is a short par four um, where you can either lay up left with an iron or you can drive it uh, over water um, to the green. And it's from, I don't know how far it is, but I, but I, like, I drive past it every day. I'm like, that's going to be a fun hole. Watch not, not the I'm second hole, is it? So the second no, hole, can't be the second I, hole. I'm looking at here, the second hole is 365 yards, but to carry the water, it's only about 300. It's, I guarantee it's not the second hole. It's towards the end. I would maybe it's, it could be 15, but I'm not sure. Um, but it's, it looks like it's going to be a very fun, uh, short par four because, and I'm honestly, I can't, my depth perception might, might not be good. Maybe it's not gettable, but I remember First time driving past it being like that, that's going to be a fun one because you can either go left or go, go for it. And yeah, so from what I've heard, it actually, it favors long hitters. 
It favors the bombers. It does. Um, so there's that. It's a Tom Fazio design. Um, and a lot of the courses this year that we've kind of talked about, like um, like the Olympics, um, the Congre Club, uh, I think Shadow Creek might be a Tom Fazio design as well. So there's been a lot of Tom Fazio designs on on uh, tour this year. And the Olympics, um, where the Olympics were this year was Tom yeah, that's, Fazio yeah, as well. That was, yeah. that was also Tom Fazio. Punta, Punta Cana and the Wells Fargo are both Tom Fazio. Design. Yeah, Quail Hollow, also Fargo, Tom Fazio. Yeah. Yes. So honestly, I might just get right into my winner on that on that hand. And, you know, I'm going with JT. Quail Hollow played great there. Shadow Creek. I mean, Ch- I mean obviously, he won a major at Quail Hollow. Shadow Creek mm-hmm. played great there. Uh, he played really well in the Olympics, actually. I know the first round, like he didn't, uh, like he shot like all, like he shot like 18 pars. Um, but overall, um, he's played really well at Fazio courses. He's not somebody who's like, who's not going to benefit from being like a, a longer hitter. Like he can, he can, he can hit the ball far. Um, and I think he's just in good form right now in general. I think like he's gone through some weird patches this year where he hasn't been great, but I think he's on the up and up. Um, that's who I'm going for my winner this year with this week. And I don't know who, uh, I don't know what his odds are because the odds aren't out yet. Cause it's Monday night and uh, eh, doesn't, doesn't matter. Trust started, but doesn't matter. just to finish, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. And for my best bet we're again, the odds aren't out. So we're just going with somebody outside the top 30, uh, going into this week, uh, to finish in the top 20. And I'm going with Keith Mitchell to keep the, uh, the momentum going. I think he had a pretty good week. Again, he's somebody who can bomb the ball. Um, he's a long, he's a big hitter. He's up there in driving distance, and uh, yeah, I like him to finish top twenty this week. You can honestly probably get some good value on that too. Yeah, I like I like that. Um, also, to say there's two skins on the line this week. Uh, Pat's yeah. Connor's top forty, never in doubt. And we did never see a playoff this week. Hail Mary playoff bet because I couldn't find a bet last week. We did go into a playoff, so um, yeah. that bet did hit. I was hoping to win on that one because it was like three to one or something but and i had minus 150 to deal with but whatever um that being said i'm gonna go with my winner victor hovland um i mean tony won last week so why can't victor win this week you know maybe the puerto rico as long as there's a monday finish yeah maybe the puerto rico curse is over and and tony officially broke it but i mean also i mean he ended up t 43 i don't know if you guys saw he broke his putter like pretty early in the round was using was using his wedge for most of the round and it just kind of got away from him because you know what he was using his wedge and he's not a great wedge player um also so i mean you (laughs) could you could put that in so it's pretty true it is a good point um uh but yeah uh kind of unfortunate to end up in the t43 but he is a pretty long hitter he's sixth in strokes gain off the tees 18th in strokes gain approach very good ball striker one in doubt pick ball striker um if you discount the withdrawal from the u.s open where he got like the sand in his eye he's made 10 straight cuts besides that so he is on pretty good form and like i said tony won last week so why not victor this week um and then my top 20 is going to be paul casey top 20 great ball striker Hits the ball further than you would think. Um, pretty strong guy. Uh, he kind of surprised me to see him outside of the top 30, actually. Um, so, I mean, he's one of the bigger names outside of the top 30, definitely. So, figured I'd go with him. Yeah, well, I, I like that. Uh, I like to have one pick. Curse. Could be, could be over. 
I mean, we, we could also have Tony Finau back to back. Some people's minds. Like that would happen. That, Tony, that would Tony be... Finau like went almost two thousand days without winning, and then he just wins back. That that has to be the way to end the curse officially. Like that that would be the most Puerto Rico curse. Like that'd be the best way possible if you won back to back. Yeah, I mean, but, we're gonna uh, cl- we're gonna clip this if he wins again. So yeah. Uh, so my winner, I'll go with my boy Xander. Played well this past week, kind of like snuck up on people, finished, what was it, T16 or something like that? Uh, it was T16 after, and obviously he's won. He won the Olympic men's golf competition at Tom Fazio course. He finished T2 at Shadow Creek, Tom Fazio course. And he just doesn't, he doesn't miss cuts. He missed the cut, the PGA. That's the last one before that was the, the players. Like he always plays well in the big events. Uh, we know him, we love him. I mean, yeah, he did get cut at the PGA and the player, so maybe, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. I really, no, but he like he usually plays very well in the big, he always usually usually plays very well and hasn't. And when when he does make the cut, he plays very, very well. So, uh, I expect him to, he's a great, solid driver of the golf ball, great approach player, solid all around game. I'm expecting him to play great this week, and he's gonna make the cut, just saying, because everyone makes the cut. Um, and a best bet Pat went to the bombers bombers paradise maybe this week. So I'm going to go Cameron champ top 20, uh, kind of hot and cold all year, but he has kind of turned the corner a little bit, finished T 11. Then is obviously at John Deere. Obviously won at three M open T 31 T 27 the past two weeks as well, or past two tournaments as well. Uh, so like him, if he can, if he can, he can clear some of the bunkers, uh, get some easy approaches, and all he needs is the putter to get hot for a couple of days, and he's he's making he's top twenty in fifty seventy man field. So if he has a good putter, I like week, I like him this week. That's a yeah, very all good he needs week. all he needs is the putter to get hot. That's all he needs, just one or two days. Shoot like sixty two. Yeah, he's probably so, top twenty. So let's get into the first round leader. I just put this one in here. I really like Dustin Johnson to play well this week, and I think Dustin Johnson will be the first round leader. I mean, just by talking about this course, it feels like a course that could be could fit his game pretty well. Um, I and I could definitely see him coming out and shooting a low score in the first round. So um, we're gonna go with that. I think it could definitely be a, be a good week for DJ. And if we're just talking about guys we like for a second, DJ is one of them. I mean, obviously. Like we said, guys who hit the ball far, um, and he did have a kind of a bad break this week. I mean, on 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 Thursday, he his driver cracked before the round. He didn't have another one, so he just put in a more like a he had a, he had like a stronger, stronger three, three wood in the bag, uh, or just like as a backup, and he uh, and he put that in the bag. But it kind of it's kind of hard to. He actually ended up, I think, shooting a better score on on Thursday than he did Friday without the driver, which is kind of funny, um, but. It's not a very, it's not an incredibly similar course. Um, so I don't think that's, you can put too much value into that. And also DJ is a, a friend of the brand BMW. Um, so maybe he'll play well this week. I mean, he played well in the BMW championship last week, not, or last year. Not that it was, you know, the same course, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Another guy that I think might play well this week that people might be sleeping on a little bit um, is Harris English. He won a couple of times this year. Um, he's right up in there in the FedEx Cup standings. I believe he's at eight right now. So um, I, I don't know why. I just think this course could fit him pretty well. He's he, he's not a short hitter. He's not super long hitter, but he he's in the top 100. He's um, decent length, I guess, around 300 I mean, yards. 
He's a very another good Another BMW guy. Another, another BMW, BMW guy. guy. I think Brooks Kapka could be okay. um, I like could be really good this week. Yeah, I oh, mean speaking I, of we're looking at Brooksy, the uh, uh, Yeah, bro, the the speaking of Brooksy, Bryson. I think Bryson could play well this week. Yes, because apparently cuz like they're the the rough apparently like they try to grow it on stuff um but like that doesn't really always work like on on, on the, these kinds of events um and i think he can kind of take like any, any anything like that out of play or not out of play but like i don't th- i remember from what i've seen the rough doesn't look awful um to be okay. quite honest yeah, that's the, what, the that's... word i'm hearing about the rough is lush it's lush rough this week it definitely is because because okay. i remember the first thing i did when i was when i was looking um I, I like went up to the grandstands to get a look at the course first thing i did was like look at the rough and i was like it really just it doesn't look bad so you're you could be right I mean, uh, this could be a big week for bryson if if uh if he can yeah. control the driver in, in any sort of way and just you know like rip it which um, speaking of bryson too again how was round on thursday that was do you see this anyone yeah he had two, score pars. two pars and shot even par Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. birdies. I actually far. watched the, the, like his back nine, and that was just that is, needs to control it off absurd. the tee a little bit. Um, because like when he controls it off the tee, yeah. obviously he's making birdies, but when he doesn't, there there there's bogeys and double bogeys in there. So yeah, is there anybody oh, who we God. think could like you know just really rise up a, a a ton this week from like I don't know like the fifty to seventy range. I mean, I'm gonna go uh, lower, obviously higher than Simpson, that. But I'm gonna go a little bit higher so than said, that. You said Keith Mitchell. I think Rory uh, Rory McIlroy is at 28 right now, so he's like just on the inside of the Tour Championship top mm-hmm. 30. I think he could could rise a lot this week, which is not that bold. I I I could definitely see that. I can definitely see that happening. I'm gonna go hmm. Sebastian Munoz potentially. There's always okay. a guy like down Sebastian. here that makes a move. Always. I mean, Mackenzie Hughes has played well all year, so you know, he could make a big. I also, too. yeah, I like Mackenzie Hughes. Eric uh, Van Royen had a great week. He's at 45. And then he made a seven. He did. He, he, he's playing well. He, Van Royen's playing well. He can make a big jump. Again, you made a big jump last week. You played, make another big jump. Alex Noren went from 91 to 43 last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. So there come there. I, I think a guy who drop out. Uh, I'll go with well, Patrick Reed. I think will probably drop out. Yeah. That's unfortunately. Kind of <laughs> um, uh, I, th- I think Stuart Sink might have a bad. That's week. the guy I was looking at too. Based on he's yeah. number 19 right now. So he might not drop all the way out, but like this course doesn't really fit him that well. Yeah, give me and get and get give me give me Billy Horschel. I think he, like, I don't think he plays too high. I think he'll drop. I think, I think Kevin Na's gonna have a good week. I think he's gonna continue this kind of good stretch of good golf. Yeah, he kind of goes against the mold of like the guys that fit this course, it sounds like. Yeah. But I, I can see him kind of grinding around and still staying in the top 30 for next week in the tour championship. Yeah, anyway, uh, let's get into the clubhouse for the, for the end of the week. Is there any uh, anything we specifically want to go over? I will say we have the the Met Open is this week. Oh Peter yeah, Peter Ballo, Peter Ballo's playing. 
Okay. Uh, my guy, Corey Birch, also playing out at Hudson National. My, Corey Birch is, my uh, is the guy that's boys with Will, right? Yeah. Yeah. Silver so Spring. They're playing at Hudson my oh, wow. one last summer. Summer uh, so, player. Dude, they should they should host yeah. a tournament. At Hudson. They should put put a Northern Trust at Hudson. I I I think I'm gonna. I texted. I just texted Corey. Asked him if he wanted to play tomorrow. And he said I'm at the Met Open. I said, Oh yeah, of course. And then so I I'm I'm gonna try to go out and watch one of those days. And just, yeah. Just I'm, see, I'm see telling you, like. Pete Bowles on a heater this year too, and all those tournaments. Oh, he is. Yes, 100. He's he's probably he's probably the favorite to probably the odds-on favorite to win. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I might go try check that out. I'll t- I'll put some pictures up on the store and everything like that because that place is unbelievable. Yeah, it every is. time I go see it and play, and, it's uh, unbelievable. I'll try to get some pics for the story this weekend. I mean, I'm not going to be on my phone too much, and the service probably won't even be that good. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll uh, hopefully try to get a good story out of the weekend that I can tell on the podcast. Um. But yeah, other than that, next week's uh, East Lake. Then we have a week off, and then what we go? Sh- no, we have a couple uh, weeks off. But there's Solheim Cup actually right after the um, after the tour. Yeah, I, saw, I saw the rosters just came out for that. We're uh, yeah, it, it did just make that. Yeah. I forgot about the Solheim Cup. We've been uh, my company's also going to be at the Solheim Cup, um, and I didn't even know what was going on this year. But that'll be really fun to watch as well. Yeah, definitely. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah. No, wait, they, they, just, they just played the British Women's British Open at uh, Carnoustie. Yeah, they did. It's pretty cool. That's a cool. And they're playing like Mirrorfield here. Yeah. I couldn't tell you her name. Which is, nah. Didn't okay. didn't did Nellie Carter win that? No, no, no. Norquist. She didn't. She won the Olympics. Uh, Nellie Carter came thirteen. Norquist won that. Yeah. Norquist. Yes, that's who. Oh, I know is. her. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So she just won. And then like, but like, and like, she'll be in the. Sounds like she's she's British or she's all like Swedish, Swedish. or something like that, yeah, right? Swedish. Yeah. So her this is Nelly Quarter. That's a very Nelly, Nelly Quarter. It is. I should have known that, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So I'm would be pretty cool. We got we got a good, still a lot of good golf left to be had uh, before the winter comes around and before that fall stretch of uh, tournament comes around where it gets kind of. You know, boring for the casual fan. Yeah, we'll we'll bring some segments back. We'll uh, definitely bring some segment back for that. Um, but other than that, have a good week, uh, and hopefully, Caves Valley yields a nice little like seven under eight underscore. That would be pretty fun. But I, uh, I don't know how. Twenty feet now back to back. Twenty feet now back to back.